Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. Our kids would expect you to be helping and doing, even if you were like bleeding profusely from a severed limb. Yes, most children seem to have this expectation. They would be annoyed that you drip blood on them while you were helping them tie their shoe or something. Yeah, sounds about right. A <laughs> couple days before your intestinal surgery that we recently discussed, right. you had to take number two child to Cub Scouts crossover picnic, I think. Yes, I did. And you're like finally starting to feel better after almost a month of just being in pain, like kind of all the time. Right. And so your first, second, third good day are stuck managing things for a small man who is going to be completely ungrateful for all of it. True fact. And then you dive headfirst immediately thereafter into discomfort again because you have to start your prep for surgery. Oh, I had to already start the prep for surgery the day I had to take him to the picnic. Ugh. I was on a clear liquid diet at a picnic. I'm sorry. And I needed to sit down a lot. Well, yeah, you hadn't been able to eat much over the entire past month. You had lost weight. You were clearly malnourished and your brain was not functioning, keeping you upright that well. No. You were getting dizzy a little bit. That day with all the unintentional lack of food that had come before and then that day the intentional lack of food. Uh yeah. But off we went to the picnic. Yep. Because that was what was on our agenda. Yes. And um it went all right, considering. It did. I think I left them there for a few minutes and ran home to get some Gatorade in the middle of it. I was out of Gatorade and I needed more and I wanted my own bathroom. That sounds like something that would happen. But that worked out fine. They were about to go get in line for food, so I left him with the rest of his den. Did you want your own bathroom? Had we installed the bidet at that point? I don't think so, but I don't know. Maybe. I just wanted my own bathroom. That's fair. It, it's not that far. It's a couple blocks away. Right. And I wanted more Gatorade, too, because I didn't want to get dehydrated on top of everything else. So that weekend was a struggle because he had been sort of ramping up his behaviors and his inability to handle any sort of denial, any sort of delayed gratification. You tell him no or you tell him not yet, and he will throw a fit. Yeah, he was really amped up. Any little thing would send him into one of those three-year-old tantrums. And it was no good. And it it's gets... A, go put your shoes on now. Really? Is that much of a problem? That kind of stuff. Yeah. And it so. gets worse after he has screens. So I think did that weekend, did we have him have no screens or was it just Sunday? Because Saturday... He was being a pain in the ass about the screens for a while. And I don't recall what the situation was. And I think at that point, I had been restricting him to, you can have the screen at the end of the day if you've managed your behavior enough. That sounds about and right. I, I outline it better for him because he needs very specific goals. He does. But you can have the screen. You can play the Xbox with your friend at 4 p.m. If you wait until 4 p.m. Don't pester me about it all day. And go to the bathroom every time I tell you. Yes. That kind of thing. And then... Yeah. Set up some know. very specific goals and some very specific reward consequences. Yeah. Because if he had it earlier than that, he just was a real dick about everything. 
And if you let him have an hour at four, then it's five, and then he has to eat and take a shower and go to bed at seven. So the remaining two hours thereafter, there's a lot of routine and less opportunity for him to tantrum. Yes, and he would anyway. So he had proved earlier in the week, and I said when it would come time for him to turn on the godforsaken device, <laughs> um, I'd say, look, if you're going to turn that on afterwards, when it's time to stop, you're going to stop promptly without fussing, right? And then you're going to do the other things you need to do, right? Like he needs to have in his mind that those things are going to happen next. Mm-hmm. So. so then he goes to school on Monday, and you are staying home that day. Right. I had to... gone to work off and on the week, two weeks before, and now, now I'm staying home because I have the rest of the surgery prep, which is drink the big gallon of Gatorade and Miralax, and yes, then take these the... pills, and then take those pills, and mm-hmm. so forth. Yeah. And I had to go to work that day because school's letting out, and I have to get things managed before I can quit my for my summer. Which you were quitting several days early because my surgery was the next day. I had you to manage, and I was not going to manage the end of the year. And so at that point, I'm there for Monday, and I get to my school on Monday, and I'm trying to get things done on Monday, and I get a text from you on Monday saying, I have to go get the effing kid from the effing school because he's effing effing suspended. Because he's been telling his teacher to effing suck his effing wiener. Yeah. Where does he get this shit telling the teacher to suck? That's what I wanted to know. So it was the counselor who's like, okay, look, uh, he's out of control. I can't manage him. And the principal's not here to do it today. Meaning, yeah, we know we usually keep him in house suspension, but we can't manage it. Come get him. Yes. Which he sounded like, oh, I hope you're coming to get him. Please come get this kid. Yes. You know, not quite as sturdy as like the principal is who's like. She's no nonsense and she will not tolerate any of it. But she's also kind of a hard ass. And I think he needs that. Yeah. The counselor's not and he knows it. So he was a telling lot of everybody off. counselors are not. I know. That's kind of their I job. Know. I know how they are. I've seen them. Yeah. I have to go get him. And I was just about to take the one of the pills, which was the laxative. And so I get in the car. Well, they called. I waited to make sure I didn't need to run to the bathroom three more times first. And then I went and got him. And he was sitting in the office. And I went in, signed him out, and asked the office person if he had had lunch and if he had had his pill. And she said, no and yes. And I was like, damn it. I paid for his lunches for that week. Yes. Because I paid for their lunches because I was going to be going to surgery. Uh-huh. And we, I didn't want us to have extra things to do. No. We're going to the car and he starts, I don't know what he's telling me. And I said, um, you can talk to me about this later. Right now we're going to go home and you're going to make some lunch and whatever. And he didn't want lunch. Something I said made him mad on the way home. And he decided to have a fit instead. I said, okay, well, that's fine. You can go have a fit in your room until you decide that you're ready for lunch. Yep. In other words, I'm not giving you another place to land until after you eat something. Right. So he went in his room and had a fit and eventually decided he was going to have lunch. Mm -hmm. I did talk to him at that point and I said, explain to me. Where you got this, suck my wiener. Yeah. Because that is not okay. Nobody says that at our house. Nobody you know in our family says anything like that. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to say it either. Right. And he went on about some kids, older kids in the park saying it when he was with the babysitter at, by her house. And basically what he was describing to me was them saying to him, here's what a blowjob is. And I said, whoa, who's talking to you about that? He said, these kids. And I said, if there's any person talking to 
like that. You immediately leave where they are and go to the adult who's in charge of you. Yeah. And he said, I was, but I was on the monkey bars and I couldn't get down yet and blah, blah, blah. You know, like he's explaining to me. like He's rationalizing. His 10-year-old process of dealing with this. So we talked, you know, we had to talk about that. And then I think what it was on the way home, it was, no, really, this is your fault. And you will be doing nothing until after school. Nothing. Because that's what I planned on doing while you were at school. I was dealing going with to... the side effects of your digestive cleanse. Yes. I have to, things to take care of for myself, and I do not have anything that you need to do until after school. Right. Except stay in your room. You can come out and eat lunch, and you can come out for the bathroom, and the rest of the time you should be quiet and doing something by yourself. Yeah. So, um, you know, after he ate, he was okay, and he hung out with Linda. He's like, okay, you know, when is number three child going to be home? And I said, when the bus gets here. Right. When you see her. Mm -hmm. And don't ask me. No. Because he will ask you every five freaking seconds. He will. He was pretty good. And so after school, the babysitter came. Was it? Did she come? No. No, Monday. Oh, this was no. still Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is still Monday. Fuck yeah. Uh, number one child came home mm -hmm. and was like... Why is he... Yeah, he texted like, me and was like, my brother's here? And I was like, yes, and so is George. And leave them alone and do your own thing the way you are supposed to. Yes. What's your next chore, sir? And then he, he couldn't help his curiosity. He asked me later in the kitchen, probably not long after he had asked you. He says, so uh, what time does their school get out? Oh, he uh -huh. likes to approach it from the farthest distance possible of. He knows that it might not be his business. And so if he approaches a tangential topic, then he can get a feel at that point. This is a strategy that he has learned as an autistic person that I, I really want to know. And I my brain is not going to let me let go of this thing, but I can get at the threads around it. Right. And I had no problem saying he's yeah. suspended and I had to go get him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, uh-huh. he's like the last week of school. And I said, obviously. Right. So at some point they, they talked a little bit and, you know, I, I, he, I let him come out of his room because he was listening now. Yeah. And uh, he hung out. And then when his sister came home, I let them go play because that was fine with me. It was after school. Mm -hmm. He served his time. He wasn't going to learn another goddamn thing if he even learned at all. Right. From any more restriction. But then I had to take her to gymnastics. Yes. And he went out to play with his friends. Yes? No? Yes. He went okay. out to play. He did not, however, have his watch. And he had had a problem not having his watch all weekend, too. He had left it at school or gotten it taken away and it was at school. But yes. Anyway, still at school. When you so have I had them confiscated, send... you, it's your responsibility to go back and get it after. Yeah. Well, no, this was the week-long week problem. Yeah. So, yeah, instead of having, you know, surgery cleanse, I had the surgery cleanse while managing the suspended child. Happy Monday. Yeah. Then Tuesday is surgery. Tuesday's surgery, so we get up. At stupid o'clock in the morning. I found it fine because I wanted it over with at that point. Yes. And uh, you dropped me off at the hospital, and then you had to come back here and manage children. And get them onto the bus, and mm. then come back to you. Then Grandma was getting the number two child, and number one and three were going to their dads. Yes, after school. Right, and he was and going to bring them to Grandma. We get an email 
from his SPED teacher saying he's in his in-house suspension now that he couldn't have yesterday and he's managing well. Yes. So that was something of a relief. It was because we got that message when I got back to my room because I know when I got back to the room, I was surprised. They're like, do you want to walk to your bed? And I was like, sure. So I got up and walked. Yeah. You had enough painkillers that it wasn't a problem. Well, yeah. And you know, it was a little hard to walk with a catheter, but you know. But yeah, you were able to move around. You walked around a lot at the hospital. I did. Which was good. Yeah. So we, I was laying there and things were going well and we got that email and things were cool. And except for, you know, the overload of grading that had avalanched on you. It happens. So I was at the hospital Tuesday, Wednesday. They said, oh, it's going good. We'll probably let you out tomorrow, Thursday. So on Tuesday and Wednesday, you know, they've had caregivers in the evening, grandmas or teacher friends or somebody else managing them. And dinner has been provided by your colleagues at work. Yes. And on one of those mornings, this kid is getting up and saying, can I have the leftover burritos? Right. And I say, okay, get one out. Let me see what's in it, you know, and he hands it to me like I'm going to reheat it for him. And I open it up and there's a lot of cheese in this thing. And this is the kid who has dietary difficulties and who has had the GI doctor say, limit your dairy intake. And I say, honey, there's- Does it say limit? I thought the thing said not to. It does say limit and it specifies how limited- It's very limited. Anyway, I say, honey, this has cheese on it. And he just starts having a meltdown. No, it doesn't. Grandma let me eat it. I'm going to eat this. It doesn't have cheese. And I'm like pointing to the cheese in the... See this? This is cheese. And he's like, no, that's rice. And I'm like, put on your effing glasses. That's cheese. (laughs) But I didn't say that. And so he walks away, storms away, having his, you know, and I think that's better than him cussing me out. Mm -hmm. So I let him walk away and I'm helping number three with her breakfast, which didn't really need help. She just got herself a sandwich or something. I don't know. She was being pretty self-directed. And he comes back and he's telling me, see, grandma says it doesn't have cheese and he's got his little watch phone. He has called grandma at seven o'clock in the effing morning. Grandma, not a morning person. Grandma is not a morning person. And she just dealt with him all night the night before. Right. And he's telling me, see, grandma says it doesn't have cheese. And grandma's on the phone on this little speaker watch thing saying, no, I didn't know that it had cheese. I didn't see that it had cheese. She's like, you know, basically not trying to admit that she doesn't believe he has a dairy insensitivity. Well, and some of the some of the food was not supposed to have cheese because they asked about allergies and I made it clear that that one had a dairy allergy. Yeah. And so it's entirely possible that they had some that didn't have dairy the night before, but this one did. And I'm like, honey, this has cheese on it. And what are you doing calling? grandma this early in the morning. Hang up the phone now and find something to eat. And if he had said, can you take the cheese off? I would have said, okay, good problem solving. But he just starts yelling right away. He doesn't have any interest in problem solving. He has interest in being made out to be the victim in any situation he doesn't like. Yeah. And so he's clearly at this point wanting attention and wanting affection and he's wanting desire fulfillment. Whatever he wants, he wants to have it fulfilled fairly immediately. Which is understandable because, you know, dad's sick. There's a lot of things right now that are not the way they normally are. He's looking for some sort of something to go right in his world. Yes. But this is not the way to achieve it. And so on Thursday night, you come home and the kids see you just before they go to bed. They come in and say, we're glad you're home. Please get better soon. Good night. Or something to that effect, as much so as... But he came back with the burrito thing again, because remember, the, the the sitter came up to say hi to me briefly, mm-hmm. 
And he was going on about the burrito. So that was Thursday night again. Again, Thursday night, he's going on about this burrito. And you just came home from surgery. And again, when I'm saying this has cheese, let's figure out a way to solve the problem. He comes upstairs and he's crying. And the sitter's looking at me like, what is that? And I said, oh, he does this lately. And she says, not with me, he doesn't. And I said, oh, really? That's good to know. And I said to him, what is the problem? Blah, 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 burrito has cheese. I said, so did you ask politely if you could take the cheese off? No. Why don't you try that? You're not solving the problem by standing here crying at me about it. So he went down and asked you. He did. And if he had done that in the first place, he would have been eating burritos all week. No, because he wants to fight with you. He does want. I've seen this. Yes. With him. Yeah. And she had talked with me and she said, he does not do that with her. And he had been doing that to us for a few weeks. To both you and me. We don't do anything different than we did before. No. We say, no. It started a lot. He, he had done it before, but it really amped up when he came back from visiting his other mom. Yeah. And understandably that didn't go well. He wasn't expecting to be back. And and so he's looking for situations in which he can make himself feel more powerful. And the only way he can comprehend that is through confrontation right now, I'm guessing. That's the only way he ever comprehends it. Ugh. Confrontation. Bottom line, Friday morning, school starts at 9.30. The bus has picked them up at just before 9. And we get a call just after 10. If that, yeah. And I let it go to voicemail. I'm thinking it's the automated dialer saying, your kid has a half day because it's the last day of school. Please make sure you come and pick them up early. But no, it doesn't go to voicemail. It rings again almost immediately. I pick up the phone. I put it on speaker. I say, hello? Hello? Is this Jessica? If it has to be. (laughs) This is Miss Principal at your kid's elementary school. And we have your kid here in the office. And she sounds... She's done. she, She is so done. She done with this. Come to find out that there had been a situation without getting into too many details that the school police had had to get involved in and our child instigating with another child and the other child had come clean about their part of it and confessed to telling lies, telling lies and that caused big problems, causing big problems. And our child, instead of admitting their part in it, again, tries to make a confrontation. And when the confrontation doesn't work, tries to make himself out to be the victim and starts cussing out everyone in the office. And then when that doesn't work, starts saying it's all the other kid's fault. Right. And so if our kid, again, if they had said, we know that you were telling lies and we know that you have caused these problems. And if number two had said, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done it. I won't do it again. Then he probably would have gotten like detention or in school suspension or, you know, something to handle the problem there. Right. But instead, he was not going to get this over with without a fight. And they were not going to let him start a fight. No, they were going to have you come get him. And you just came home from the hospital. Yeah. And he knows that I am not going to give him diddly squat. He knows that I am not going to let him come home and play video games like some kids when they get suspended. Right. He knows that I am going to basically make him sit in his room and not have anything because he's in trouble. For some God only knows reason, he seems to think that you're going to be more lenient. Oh, I was not. And even though you just got home from major surgery, he is still going to pester you for every little godforsaken motherfucking thing. He is until I explode. And you did explode. I did, because that's what happens. And he needed to see that. And at that point, you didn't have the energy for a full-blown explosion, but you, you, were a, you, you, weren't a, you weren't a nuclear bomb, but you were a pretty sizable grenade. 
Yeah, grenade was probably ma- max I could do. <laughs> but still. I was. I had to leave. I shouldn't have went in there and talked to him. But he, he was throwing things in there. And so I went in there and told him to get in his chair. And he got in his chair. And then he did seem like he had some sense of, okay, I'm being controlled now. You know, yeah. Like settling down. But then after he settled down and I told him, his consequence was he would not be taking his Xbox with to grandma's tonight. Oh, then he just lost He went it. ballistic. And he knew he was going to grandma's because... Because his other mom just came into town. She has come to visit him and then to take him on a vacation. And he knows this is coming. So he's like, I don't know if he has in his head that the opportunity for consequences of his choices are minimal right now, or if he's just completely out of fucks to give. I don't know. Last week of school has always been difficult with him, but this one's one of the worst ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, he's in there. After I told him that, he starts throwing a, throwing a fit again. And I left the room and I was done with that. And I came and laid down and he he kept doing stuff in there. And so finally he opens the door. Oh my goodness. He is throwing stuff. He is kicking stuff. You can hear, you know, that he is basically slamming himself against every surface he can make a noise with. And he opens the door and says, whoopsie, I guess I broke my table. And I was ready to blow. And All I over said, again. lay your ass back down in bed. I stayed there. and I, But I said to him, because he was waiting, you know, there was this little pause. And I said to him, you need to knock that shit off. And you better knock it off right now because every other thing you break in that room, you will pay for if I have to sell your Xbox to pay for it. All of a sudden, the little fuck was quiet and closed his door. And so at this point, you know, he's making it pretty clear that he is not completely uncontrollable. No, he's not because then he went back in there. After he shut up, you went in there. You said, look, I can't leave this furniture in here if it's broken because I don't want you to get hurt. You're taking it out and you're you're in the extra calm gear. I am doing everything in both my teacher training and my having been married for a decade to a bipolar person training that says I am going to model as much calm as I am capable of in hopes that it will be even marginally contagious. (laughs) Right. And he's still throwing a fit in there. He is. And you're just talking calmly. And then you say... I'm taking things off of his table, off of his desk to to put them away. And he's like, not that, not that, you fucker. How can you take that? My mommy gave me that. And I'm just like, I have to take these things off your desk now because I have to take your desk away because it's not safe when it's broken. And all of these things that are on it, I can't move while they're on it. So I just have to move them right. You fucker, I hate you. It's all your fault. How dare you take my, I want that, give me that. And I say, there are insect carcasses on your desk. I hate... What? Totally stops. (laughs) Dead stop. Right in the middle of the three-year-old fit. And if I had said dead bugs, he would have just kept going because he knows those words. And he might have backed off a minute because he's like, ooh, dead bugs are interesting. But I said insect carcasses. And he knows the word insect, but he didn't know the word carcasses. And so he was like, what? And I mean, just dead stop. Yeah. And then you said what, what was there. And he talked for a minute. And then he, he went back to his he fucking fit. He went back fit. to his fit. I'm like, what the hell, child? I'm like, okay, now you deserve yourself. Okay, you just deserve yourself in there. Uh-huh. 
And so I did. I took the desk out and he's just in there still just sitting. He did stay in his chair, though, yelling and screaming and flailing. And I think he was hitting himself for a while, too. Because I had put him in the chair. Yeah. So he stayed there. But the thing is, then I just stayed out of there. Mm -hmm. I think I did say to him that he needed to get a hold of himself unless he planned on staying here instead of going to grandma's tonight because I wasn't letting him go anywhere behaving like he was. And he did finally get himself under control just before they came to pick him up, which was also incidentally just after his sister and brother had come home and he had an audience that was not going to be as receptive to his nonsense his angry nonsense. Being called fuckers? Yes. <laughs> that? Yeah, he yeah. wants to be able to play with them, and somehow he understands some way that they won't want to play with him if he's calling them every name in his capacity for calling names. Right. I almost said every name in the book, but that would involve reading. Yes, and he doesn't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was mean, but... Well, the good thing is if somebody writes fuck on the wall somewhere, he won't know what it says. True. Right? True. Those are words. I don't want to read that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of nuts. And then yeah. he, he does go to grandma's with his other mom where she is staying to come visit him. Yeah. And she calls almost immediately because interacting with her child does not... It's hard to manage that child when you have to interact directly with him. See, the sitter came here first because his mom was still at the store. And I said to her, after the day he's had, the park would be good. He and needs so to go run She off took all seat. of them to the park because she had two other kids with her. Mm-hmm. Then his mom met them there. She texted me from the park and said, he wants his Xbox. <laughs> and I text back and I said, I bet he does. But he lost it uh-huh. as a consequence. And he may not have it today. And if he needs to talk about that, he can talk to me. Yep. And she said, okay, any other consequences I should know about? Because his next thing is, can I go play with my friends? And I said, he can go play with whoever you want, wherever you want him to. Mm. The only thing he lost was the Xbox. Right. Because that's his number one heroin right now. So It is. It's true. Yeah. So. She said, okay, we can come and get it tomorrow. And I thought, yeah, after he talks to me about what he did and owns up to his part, then he can have his... They didn't come and get it till two days later. Of course they didn't, because he didn't want to have to talk to you. Well, that and I think that... She didn't want to... Nobody wants that effing thing. Nobody wants it. I, I think that she enjoys having it. She likes the fact that she can give it to him, and then he feels like she is giving him what he wants. Well, it's the same reason. The only reason for having it at all is to take it away, to give it and take it away. Here's the thing. Now you can't have the thing. I don't think that's her reason for having it. No, hers is to give it to him. Ours is to take it away. This is a thing that I heard once when I had first had number one child and I was finishing my undergrad degree and my voice teacher, my vocal professor had a kid who was at the time in upper elementary school and said, the only reason to ever give your kid a video game is so you can take it away when they get in trouble. And I took that to heart, and it has long been a source of much effective parenting. It It is. Yes. Yeah. Well, when I did finally have a talk with him, yes. which was over the phone, uh-huh. I made him understand that if he broke furniture, he would pay for the repair. And the other thing is that we had a talk about what his part of the problem at school was. And I said, your part, your problem was you didn't admit when you're lying. And your biggest problem was you started yelling at everybody and swearing at them. And you can't do that. So this is your fault. And that word fault connects with him somehow. I mean, this is 99.9768% of children. You don't want to say this is your fault. You just want them to focus on problems 
problem solving. But this kid is not going to focus on problem solving until he has no way of shifting the blame to someone else. So then I let him have his Xbox and they were sorry because he doesn't know how to work it. Uh He has been texting and his other mom has been texting like every time that they have been at grandma's house. They went on vacation. They just came back and she had made an account for him when they were at her house. Yes. And when she was not here to manage it, I did not want him using her account. I don't want to be responsible for what he does through someone else's account. Right. Which, of course, was one of the many, many things he had a fit about. But you made him his own account. I made him his own account. And I made it as a child account with parental controls, which means that I had to use my own Microsoft account to create an Xbox account. There was an eye roll. There was an eye roll. I just, I'm, I'm letting the microphone know because... I'm, I, I'm a PS4 kind of guy. Xbox, no. Anyway, now I am Satan because I logged out of his mother's account and deleted it from that console. And all she needs to do is go back and log it back in. I know. And I told him that, but this went on all the way to today. The thing is, he's calling me on his watch. He's calling you. He's calling me. He's calling you. He's calling me. He wants the passcode. I think you were, I don't know where you were. Um, and I, was, I think one time I was at the gym when you were finally oh, feeling better yeah. that I could leave you for a couple hours. Yeah, and, and then one time I was at the grocery store. Yeah, you were at the store or something. And so I said, look, dude, we've talked about this every time. I don't know your password. I'm lucky if I know my own password. Usually I don't. He doesn't know his own password either. No, he doesn't. But here, here's the thing. I said, I don't know it. So don't ask me. Well, where's where's Jess? Jess is at the store. You're going to have to wait. Play something that you can do without right. without this. He can't. He's already, he's wasted like hours on this. And then grandma's neighbor, his aunt. Who uh, also happens to be your boss. Yeah, his adopted aunt texts me and says, so can you tell us the password for the game and we'll put it in and we just won't give it to him? And I said, no, I can't because I don't know the password. And him and I go over this every single time. He doesn't seem to know his password. I don't know my passwords and I don't know how to help him because I don't Xbox. Right. And she said, okay, we thought maybe it was just he can't have it. So then you come home and it turns out the thing is, and this makes sense, but you know, I'm not thinking about any of that stuff at the time. You log him in on your account to his child account. She should log him in to her account herself. I know none of this because I don't log in to an Xbox, nor do I ever plan to. Right. It might be like never going to somewhere like Las Vegas. I'm just not going to do it because everybody does. No. You know, I find, I call his mother because I want to make it clear. And I say, look, here's the deal. When he's with you, you just log him in through your account, just like you had him when you were at your house. She says, oh, I don't remember it. And I said, well, you could retrieve your password or make a new one. Those are That would be what I'd do. That's right. all I got for you. This morning, after his vacation... He comes home on a flight last night. His his mom had texted me from the airport saying, Hey, he says his ear hurts. Can you make him an appointment? And I said, No, we'll just take him to urgent care in the morning. Well, I know that I don't have very much energy and that I need pain meds, especially by afternoon. You have the most energy first thing in the morning and it depletes over the course of the day. So I... Right I, now I, you are a spoonie. You, you run out of spoons by midday. Yes, and I know this. So I... I know they got home late, but I'm going to go get them in the morning. And I had told his aunt, tell them when you go to the airport to get them, tell them that I will be there in the morning and that he needs to go to urgent care. Mm-hmm. 
Well, poor grandma answers the door and she says, do you know that the, we did not get to bed till two? I said, no, I don't know that. But I did tell auntie to tell you guys. And she's look, looking at me like she's rolling her eyes now. Like, auntie is notoriously forgetful. Apparently auntie told them this morning after I called auntie this morning and says, hey, do you know if they're up? And she says, oh, let me go see. I might not have told them the whole thing is what yeah, she said. Basically. But anyhow. So so I went and got him, and I take him to urgent care. Although in her defense, it's easy to forget things when he is around. Oh, every, everybody. Everybody you forgets could be, everything. You could be the king of the remember-alls and have him Velcroed to your body with actual notes of what each thing is, and you would forget. Because this child is so mentally demanding. Yeah, he is. So we're in the waiting room, and he's tired, so he's kind of zoning out to the Nickelodeon or whatever's on the TV, even though he says it's a kid show. He's laughing. But when we get in the back and there's no TV, he says to me, I want to play my Xbox. And in my head, I have all the middle fingers I can find. And I say, well, that's nice. And uh, he says, but I said, but you don't know your password. And you're going to ask me again, even though I tell you every time, I don't know your password. And he's looking at me and he says, well, Jess erased my account. I said, no, no, man. By this time, like this went on, like from the time we're leaving, the doctor comes in and that stops. And and then we're leaving, we're getting in the car and he's going on again. And by this time, you have played conduit between them and me enough times that you know that it's not really possible to. So as we're getting in the car, he's blah, 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 my Jess erased my, I said, no, man, that's not how it works. And I'm not even going to drive yet. I'm just sitting there. And I said, look, because I was texting you because you said, how goes? Uh-huh. I said, look, your account is other, under your mother's name and her email. She retrieves that password the same way she gets her email. When you can't find a password, you click forgot password and they send a new one to your email. And he goes, oh, yeah, it does say that. I said, yeah, and I'll tell you what right now. Don't ask me anything about your Xbox again. Not at all. I don't want to hear it. It stops right now and don't say it. But, but. No, he didn't. He didn't? I wasn't even going to drive until till I was done with that. Good. I said, you got it? Because I'm all done with your Xbox that I don't know the password to and you can't figure out what you're doing anyway. Right. And at school, they write down your passcode on everything, which kind of defeats the purpose of a passcode, but they're very aware that kids forget their passcodes. Well, it's not his passcode and that's a problem. Well, his account does. I He gave me a bunch of his money from like a birthday or something and said, will you give me, you know, this game that I want? And then will you give me a month of online access to it? And he's giving me the money for each of these things. And so I buy through Amazon an Xbox gift card and plug in the code and everything else. So he has money on his account and he does need to have the passcode to use that money that is saved in his account. And you let him put his own password in? Where does it go if he has to retrieve a password. He has email that goes to my iPad. Well, as he said to me today, oh yeah, it does say that. (laughs) Right? He actually finally read something on the screen. Forgot password? Question mark? Uh Uh-huh. So now he knows. But I am not talking to him about it. Good. Because I'm done with that shit. So he's in town for, what, another half a week? And then he goes with his mom to her house, yeah? Yes. And she said this morning she is not sure that she is taking him to camp when they return. Okay. She doesn't think she will be able to. Finances and admitted she might be out of steam by then. Yeah. And he heard it. Good. So I should, oh, well, I'll be at work at least part part time by then. Right. I'm pretty sure. But the way I'm feeling today, starting since we went yesterday and yeah. got my digestive system pointed at repair. Yes. 
I feel that that I will repair. But I've had so many setbacks that the belief I had before of you get the surgery and then you feel crummy, but you repair yourself. I've had so many setbacks along the way, you know, before the surgery and after that I don't believe in the process. So I don't really have any, not anticipation, but you know, any projection of what will or won't happen. Understandable. I have the, I will tell you afterwards. As long as they quit pestering you about doing everything for other people. They were pestering me this morning while I was at urgent care with him. But that's because my my aunt, the one with the memory problem, the original one with the memory problem, not the Yes, not not your chosen family aunt, your actual biological aunt. Is very manic right now. And it seems to be that her meds that that have gotten changed have made her manicky. And then the zero child was calling with their own grief over their continued situation that they have not resolved of their vehicle. So anyhow, I just didn't, I didn't answer one of the calls. I answered the other and I just said, Sorry, you're going to have to just pull it together and until you can think right and then think of ways to approach the situation. You are very functional and you are very generous. And so everybody who is less functional hopes for your generosity and helping them function. I'm not sure what to say because I don't feel very functional. <laughs> I feel like I've spent a lot of time on the toilet and that doesn't feel functional to me. Overall... I think it's the thing I do that's similar to you getting calmer the crazier the person in the room gets. Uh-huh. You can get calmer even with number two child. I cannot get calm, with, especially mm-hmm. with children. But I can tell the person who is not functioning at the moment that they will need to calm down in order to be able to function. That's your professional training. Automatically. Yeah. And it's not just my professional training. You, yeah, you do that professional. Yeah, it's your upbringing, yes. That, that's, that's my natural yeah. uh, talent. Which is why I chose that profession. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So, all right. So, so is that it for now? <laughs> that should be it for now because I think I'm all done sitting up. Okay. You can go lay like, down I need now. a thing to lean against. Yes. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. So let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Never going to somewhere like Las Vegas. I'm just not going to do it because everybody does. No. You know? Best way to see Vegas is from the expressway on your way through. Or an airplane oh, as you're flying over. There you go. On the TV in a commercial. Uh-huh. Right? Anyway. Anyway. Ha, 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 ha.